Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is McEnroe, aka Rod Bailey. This is the Peanuts and Corn Podcast 2020 edition, and this is episode 19. 19. And uh, I am once again joined by one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Patrick Skeen, Pip Skid. Uh, we promised you a second episode, and um, here we are. Hello, Pip. Hi. Pip and I have been chatting for the last hour and watching the Raptors lose, and now we're going to um, play some music and talk about it. So when we last did a podcast, we started at the beginning with Farm Fresh, and we got to uh, about just before a project called Hip Hop Wieners. We got we played your first album. We played uh, your memorable performance on my on my convenience EP when we did a song about going through the drive through. And uh, now we're going to talk about uh, hip hop wieners. What do you remember about hip hop wieners? Oh, well, um, Joe. I mean, Joe and I were we're definitely spending a lot of time together. Uh, I think he worked at what, uh, Wax Museum at that point, which was underneath. Excuse me, I, I own some. I got the hiccups. Um, he was at the, he was working at Wax Museum, which was um, in Osborne Village at the time. And uh, I mean, you know, so something like that. And um, yeah, we. I mean, we were working on. Uh, we were, we started working on music. Um, I know that. I mean, my main memory of, of the, the origin of, of hip-hop wieners was, um, I, guess, I guess I would have been in Halifax, too. So I don't know. That doesn't check out. But um, my, main, my main two things were, um, I know that like um, the, there, was, there was a piece of vinyl that I purchased that were Manny Fresh beats. Yes. And I know, like, um, we were like, hey, Rod, um, make beats like this for us. I know. Okay, thanks, <laughs> bye. <laughs> and then, and then you, and, and then not you, capable, you weren't. Did not have the technology. Right. And then you weren't, and we were like, no, you're not listening to us. <laughs> and then, uh, I, uh, for me, that was also a time where, because in my in my music in my musical taste, I was just so New York centric, and so that that was that was around the time where I I, I just started to like, I mean I mean hip hop hip hop New York hip hop had just got so bad and 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 there was nothing there anymore, and and so I started digging back into into like uh, southern hip hop and and bay area hip hop and things that i'd missed out on because i was i was uh i was like a snob for the boom bap and and then um so so for me that's where where that record started and and um it was really sort of a i mean in my brain it's like those memes where it's like this is what you this is this is what you think you look like on acid and this is what you do look like on acid. <laughs> yeah. Where where I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna create this like record where where you know like of all these influences 
like that I missed out on and and that are you know popping at the time too like baller shit and stuff yeah just uh, yeah and bounce like all this bounce stuff and and just stuff that 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 is you know it's just so dope that that I was sleeping on and then um and yeah we were oh yeah that that's my memory of the origins of that um, okay, so let's play a song, but let's just stick to the plan here. We'll play Poor Folk, because that's the song that... So basically, you, we started this record, and it was like, make many fresh beats. And I, think I, and I think I made one, and you guys were like, okay, forget it. Don't make many fresh beats, just make your beats, and we'll rap over them. And so then we got end up, ended up making stuff like uh, Hip Hop Sloth and, and Brains and Brawn in this song, Poor Folk. So let's listen to this song. Uh, and stick to the plan. Here we go. This is Hip Hop Wieners from All Beef No Chicken 2002. This is Poor Folk. Poor Folk was such a happy tragic. He got the black lung just like his pappy had it. No joke, Poor Folk practice magic. Their own laws, their own mathematics. And how to get something from nothing could never be teached to breach through a simple discussion. We just know what it's like. Muck through the snow on a one-pedal bike Getting dosed just a roll of the dice Sweating alone just till I get a life I bet it all for the chance of the bigger slice Take the fall fuck up now and later set it right Poor folk who provoke change are labeled strange And end up broke in a different way Poor folks That's my people at ease on the streets I ain't afraid of my equals I trust that kinship exists Even when I'm getting cussed at on my walk to the bus shack I just laugh knowing I'll probably end up sitting right beside his punk ass At two buck flicks eating popcorn with extra mustard gas Now he know me as a homie from his brother's class And opinions change as they will Like mine and why poor folks stealing drug deal So ignorant thought I'd get rich legit But telling you to keep it clean would make me a hypocrite They'll never catch me cause I'm fucking innocent I slip into the background, my knapsack's a cash cow It's snakes and ladders and Jake's the adder With allies like Charles Adler It's us in a duel against them So heed the ruler up, ski and make some cool rich friends I ain't saying seek a wealthier set But at this point we'll take all the help we can get Poor folks Superheroes of our time, living in five loonies, two quarters, and three dimes. Who climbs ladder of success and who comes up short after the sperm donor dad opted out on child support? We import new tactics in a desperate manner, like loading a second job and you're already full platter, pulling empties to the sleet in a cardboard box. Doesn't apply to us, so don't listen when Cretchen talks in a boombox with a busted speaker with fine and beauty. Calling sick to see part two of a made for TV movie, light a doobie. Have some bear. Chill, you ain't no loser getting by as an art. It's how well you can maneuver to all my unskilled labor people. I'm down with y'all. It's like an injury to one, it's an injury to all. Fifteen bucks home, pushing a shopping cart. Grab the mail, find a bill in the kitchen, the torn apart. Thinking about Money Mart and their half assed security. Dreaming about an inside job, it's all absurdity. Like getting a ride home, a shame, kept them scared clear. Uh, you can just drop me 
me off and I'll walk from here Cause money list can leave you shunned to the abyss What's that made thinking while on her knees cleaning your piss Where do the moms in Walmart shoving shit in their purse Born poor into a war hung over you like a curse Bad credit rating, you ain't shit without a man Children getting chops to the future financial plan No chance for R R R R S P's. The money's needed now, I'm charging handlers fees Please, if you weren't needed for mindless tasks They'd tie your tube, it'd be killer will and dead homies like Ice Cube Hey you little prick, why don't you get an education? At least my neighbors talk to me, no need for explanation Into complication to your insurance, so stay on guard Screwed for so long, we know how to party and party hard To not visa cards squabbling over the john I got stocks and bonds in my craft to keep it on Take extra precautions in that neighborhood Your car will get stolen in that neighborhood Never walk alone in that neighborhood It's that area, it's dirty, it's no, no good, good. <laughs> How the fuck you think you feel when your pocket's singing make it lame? When your pocket singing, make it lame. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break, down. Nervous break, down. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break, down. Nervous break, down. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break, down. Nervous break, down. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break, down. Nervous break, down. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break, down. Nervous break, down. When I say nervous break, you say down. Nervous break down, nervous break down. Start checking out your mom and daddy. With the beer money, you ain't seen nobody go crazy. Them old boys, what's wrong with your mom and daddy? Why they can't relate with you? Did you really try to make it? A lot of people say we a bad example out here in this world. Man, they yelling. They yelling, am I right? Yo, man, number one, we are superheroes. Superheroes. Mm-hmm. A lot of good samples on that album. What was that from? You know, I, I don't remember. It's dope. Okay, here's what I want to ask you. If uh, Do you know like the name of that Manny Fresh song or what, what song it would be? If I could play a snippet of that beat? No, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Then we'll just walk away from that idea. Uh, all right, so that's Poor Folk. That's Hip Hop Wieners. And um, so we recorded that in Vancouver, I believe, because I got a great picture of you and Smitty uh, acting wild. I think you guys were out in Victoria right again, and then you came to Vancouver to record it. Do you remember any of that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, well, I just want to say too that 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 um, that stupid nervous breakdown call and response thing went on way too long. All these songs just seem so. All these old songs just seem so long to me now. Um, that song was four minutes forty two seconds, and it's the longest <laughs> song we will play tonight. Right. Although no, there's another okay. song we're going to play that's four minutes and forty one seconds, mm-hmm. but then there, everything else is pretty short. So don't you worry. Okay. We were out. We were out at, at at the time at Joe's Joe's partner's um, parent. I don't know what it was. Some like, rich rich person's home in Victoria, <laughs> and I imagine I would guess that I'd come from Halifax, and I I remember. I mean, like so many things. It was the twenty fifth hour, and I'd I'd really very much come unprepared. Like I. I might have had half of that verse written and like two other things, yeah. and uh, and it was just like, holy fuck, uh, we gotta we gotta move. Um, I mean, being in Victoria was was fun and it was nice. It's I mean, it was always such a privilege and 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 
pleasure to to have time to write and and um, and not worry about about everything else in life. Excuse me, but um, and then I remember recording at your place. Um, I mean, I mean, there was always the problem with your neighbor who would bang like the broomstick on the, right. on, the f- on the floor. As soon as you turned it up past one, she would she or he or I never saw this person in my years living there, but they would flip out at the slightest tough. bit of sound. It was tough because I remember like 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 one in the afternoon, just like very quietly trying to like write in your living room, yeah, and then uh, bam, 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 and. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and I remember one other memory I have of recording the, the Wieners record was that you got really sick and I remember coming out of your, your little booth, um, and asking you if, if, if you thought that that take was, was okay. And you were, you were just sprawled out like, uh, with your, with your head down in your arms in front of your computer um and there were a few days of that where you were like um oh dear uh, i don't recall this where it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't like an, it wasn't enjoyable <laughs> no. where you were you were like sweating and like um you were just you were just feeling miserable and i guess you guys were probably staying with me so it was probably not great <laughs> Well, yeah, we were. I mean, but um, but it, just the recording process, I think, was was tough because you know when you come when when you when you're when you're just giving your all, right? You, yeah. You, <laughs> and you come out of the booth, and then you're like, "Was that? What did you think of that take?" And then it, you know, uh, like, it it's I want, like I want to die. Yeah, like 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 it's like um, like a big sea fisherman needs needs to use one of those giant rods to like lift your head up. <laughs> Right. Well, I apologize. I, I apologize for that. That doesn't sound very fun at all. I forgot all about that. Uh, but I remember liking this. I mean, re- I'm not. Well, I like I'm the not that fun either because I'm like day drunk, and like I have like six different cups, one to like hack hork into, oh, the- and like. <laughs> what What yeah. is not fun? What is not fun is the is the 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 horking and the hacking. In the mic, yeah. it, that is what's not fun with working with you. Everything else is pretty darn fun, but uh, there's a lot of throat clearing and, and other things happening, other passages being cleared uh, <laughs> in stereo in my ears. But anyway, it's all good. Uh, I want to play one more quick track off of this hip hop wieners um, because I want to give you credit for being ahead of your time because there's whole Facebook groups of people collecting tapes and you know tapes 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 I have not I I still have my original small tape collection of about 60 or 70 tapes which I had since you know since I collected tapes in the 80s but you were on the tapes thing you know in and at this time and all along pretty much like you you collected tapes as long as I ever knew you you collected tapes so let's listen to this really quick track, and it also has one of one of my one of my, there's a sev- you know having worked with you for so long there's several lines uh, of yours that are in my head until I'm dead, and one of them is in this track. So let's listen to it. This is um, 
I think it's just called audio cassette. Uh, it's called tapes on this file, but anyway, I think it's called audio cassette. And this is Hip Hop Wieners, but it's a pip track. Here we go. The next species to face extinction is not an ape And it ain't sticky on one side, but it's called a tape Its shape could not be beat, see it's small and compact Well that disc would end up scratched, my tape would not be cracked And if you don't like one of them songs that's playing from your deck You gotta fast forward that shit and constantly check How many hip-hop albums will play, go right through There's always a hip-house or R&B joint that won't do And no one knew when you had a tape shoved under your arm Cause when you walked through the doors, you didn't hear no alarm Behind the mall, busting off the lawn plastic case tucked up in the back lane to avoid a chase i gotta make more space for my audio cassette start freaking out if one of them gets wet eric being rakim my first successful splice and as a surgeon there's some casualties you sacrifice if you lack the price put the tab on a and a's for trying to make tapes go bad like mayonnaise i held out on cds and then they held out on me but now i'm buying up all your old tapes for next to freeze get the sonic on fire for 25 cents easy does it for Two bits, this shit don't make no sense Like burning CDRs, I stay sane with high speed dub DJ Pippi with a dual tape deck At the club, gotta start queuing up songs No time to waste While you play laser tag on the internet with a jewel case I dig lo-fi bass as music clams out my ends I had to do it cause it said it Don't touch the lens Now that's a risk that you take with the compact disc The archaeologist digging up the gems you missed one side of this program may be of longer duration Curator in charge of my lo-fi creation To preserve the quality of these dinosaur bones You ain't burrowing shit, you better find your own Can you guess what line is in my brain forever? No. Uh, it's when you rhyme A and A's with mayonnaise because A and A's oh, records yeah. and tapes was the was, uh, uh, you know, for all you young kids, it was a chain of record stores back in the day, and it was in the malls in Brandon. A and A's records and tapes, and that's where I got my copy of Paul's Boutique for like three dollars. And then, of course, mayonnaise is a condiment, but you know that. <laughs> um, when when I said mayonnaise, I my brain immediately went to. Uh, us being on tour together in in America, and <laughs> in some gas station where you were getting some hot dog or something, and I and there were some mayonnaise that had gone uh, uh, cloudy or whatever it does, <laughs> like it goes clear. Yeah, know? and I I just remember like fucking with you and trying to put it on your hot dog or something. <laughs> That's where my brain went. I've got a great picture of that tour of you drinking cherry cherry coke or something right yeah. <laughs> which is out of character uh yeah so that's tapes by uh, or audio cassette um so do you still collect cassettes do you still have your tape collection you know what i, do, I just sold it over the last year um uh, primarily i mean i still have i still have probably a few hundred of them but all of the uh all of the more spicy ones i uh, i sold on ebay which uh uh, 
I don't know. Sometimes I guess I just like I just felt like it was time to sort of purge a bit, which happens with me. I mean, I've had if I kept if I kept all the rap rap stuff that I've collected through the years, I would have a pretty cool collection. But I'll, I I just get these like. I mean, my records, my records, I sold to pay my rent at different times or bills. And, um, these, I just kind of, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't really using them and the tape deck in my, my car, which I still, I have like a, uh, 2001 Jetta that's fucked up and, uh, but a sleepy Brown tape got trapped in there. And then my, my tape deck at home, uh, ate a tape and, and I just, so I just wasn't in my Walkman. The bat, the batteries leaked in my Walkman. So that was, you know, all my tape tape players just kind of died. And then um, I was thinking about how, you know, I could move these. Well, I was moving, and it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, well, these tapes are gonna sit, and what in 20 years to the whatever it is with this whatever the science of a tape is all this all this shit's gonna like they're just gonna fall apart the amount yeah. of times i've played all these yeah and like uh and then i started looking online at what some of that stuff was worth and and uh i was like fuck it let's sell this stuff well, that makes so, sense do you still so have a copy that. do you have a copy of the space ep no, I, I sold those and I made a bunch of money. Yeah, good for you. That's good. <laughs> I to the point where I was actually like bugging my mom and my sisters and my because once I sold once I sold one, um, what happened was people were like emailing me and were like, "Hey, um, put me in line." Right. So I still have like a I don't know, I don't properly have it, but there's like a you know pretend list of people in line for all those PNC tapes. Like, um, um, there was a some some guy bought one off me and was like, "Whatever happened to those guys?" LOL. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm one, I'm one of those guys." Right. And he was like, "Oh wow!" He's like, "Oh wow! Okay, well, if you if you see any of these other PNC tapes, I'll take them and like don't even put them up. Right. Like whatever they like, but um, yeah. So no. <laughs> All right. So um, so that was the hip hop wieners, and it was a lot of fun. And we played. You guys played live quite a bit. Did some touring. And um, the record did pretty good. We it was the only was you know we've only done a couple of things where we did double vinyl uh, on the label, and that was one of them. We did the hip hop wieners all beef no chicken on double vinyl, and I think the only other record we did on double vinyl was my disenfranchise. So, um, so the, yeah, and I still got copies of the double vinyl if you ever want one. But um, and then and then we started working on your next solo album, which was called Funny Farm. What do you remember about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so after Wieners, I would have moved back from um, Halifax to Winnipeg, and um, I was pretty depressed. Yeah, uh, uh, I moved because I was feeling pretty sad, and and I thought maybe moving back might might help in some way, and and uh, um, I mean, thankfully. Um, Thankfully, there was the like PNC was still a bit of a machine, and, and there was like you know, tour, we were tour, I was touring a bit, and, and like keeping and you were sending me beats, and so um, 
Yeah, I mean, I remember you and Steve, I listened to you and Steve talking, and, and there was definitely no sort of, uh, the funny farm had nothing to do with Farm Fresh. I mean, uh, that had never even occurred to me. It was, I think there was a Chevy Chase movie maybe called Funny Farm. Yeah, I think so. And uh, about a, uh, about an insane asylum. And um, and so it was just that sort of out of, uh, like out of date uh, sort of, um, you know, politically incorrect term for for uh, f- for like a place where people would go to try and you know, deal with mental illness, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think this the, the the two themes of the record are certainly that you know your your own personal depression and your struggles, and at the same time, um, you know more political um i think more overtly political than um friends forever um you know because you were very political and direct on the fermented reptile record obviously which was like the first record you kind of went there you know obviously in farm fresh there was edges of it as we were writing at the end but i mean in fermented reptile like that's what it was right it was personal obviously too there's very personal songs but then i think in friends forever um, you know, it didn't seem quite as, say, political. I mean, you certainly have your moments, but then you have what happened, like, September 11th and all that kind of stuff, and you really are, you know, really focused on some of the, you know, the what George W. Bush was doing and that sort of thing, as well as, obviously, all these songs about, you know, your own struggles and, and that kind of thing, like 5.20 a.m. and that, you know, working in that kitchen and all that kind of stuff. Um... So why don't we listen to this? I mean, my I love this album. It's my favorite Pip Skid album. But um, um, what I lo- I love this song, which is WMD. So why don't we listen to it and then talk about you know that aspect of it? And and yeah, I mean, just quickly, the I mean, Friends Forever, Friends Forever. I think was was extremely political. It was just I was just so cryptic at the time. Yeah. Too and and there. Um, I mean, yeah, well, obviously, the, 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 there's like long live Bruce Willis. It's extremely political, but right, just in but, a very roundabout way. But yeah, whereas for, I mean, um, I think like uh, Funny Farm, Funny Farm was where I was able to connect, like, um, like uh, in a sense, like politics with with um, like be, being very personal. Yeah. As opposed to just something you maybe like read, read in a, a textbook, and and connect them to like my own life, which which is why 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 it seems that way, and is why it's so, so it's so much easier to read in that sense. Right. Um, yeah, let's listen to WMD here, and then um, and then talk about it. When I ride past the fuzz, I'm like, fuck you, cop. And I'll make sure my middle finger's seen up on top. Swap recipes with some kid from the sticks. And I'll keep planting bombs till they start cutting their wrists. And putting desert eagles to the back of their own throats. This goes a lot further than rigging a few votes. History will not forgive the war in Iraq. In the U.S. military, they could eat the ass crack. So if you want to wave an American flag, be prepared to catch a swift kick in the bag. Dragging these racists through the middle of town. The ones that don't immediately 
immediately die drown Get down to the sound The anti-fascist, anti-imperialist We gon' smash this Crack Nygaard in a teeth with a stolen mic And escape through the back lane on my bike like Fuck these fascists and they racist war America is nothing but a giant canker sore I think it's time that we gargle with salt To snuff the bald eagle and it's twisted cold Instead of having mounted police I'm going to have them stuffed! Crack the vault, I wanna see what you have hidden Secrets from the people, top level, forbidden I've heard the fibs and I've seen plenty layoffs Get me vexed of watching commercials during the playoffs Always the same shit without any relevance Most of these folks, you insult their intelligence Hardworking people who be covered in sweat Paying for them trips in your private jet So for every dollar you wanna swipe off my check I'ma match that with small stab wounds in your neck like I'd be surprised if you bleed Don't even supply your own people with basic needs But overseas killing people is now a sport Been learning Arabic and practice at the airport Bomb strapped to my chest with three days of stubble Just waiting for some fucking cop to come and give me trouble Fuck these fascists and they racist war Been over 500 years since they hit the shore And now it's time that we dealt with this disease To leave nothing breathing but the animals and trees Fuck these fascists and their racist war I refuse to put up with this shit anymore They wanna see a WMD How about 10 million people that'll kill to be free? For most people, the American nation is in trouble As indeed, it is now Maybe because there are new forces A conflict between the generations A powerful feeling that the American system failing to deal with the real threats to life, the bombs, the pollution of air and water, the mountain slums and crimes. You all right over there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Pip's Kid, WMD from Funny Farm, uh, one of my favorite songs. Um, do you still like that song? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I don't think I'm the best at rapping, but I'm getting my point across. And it's like slowed, I like slowed down a bit, where I'm not trying to fit in too many syllables. And um, uh, something that I mean, uh, that that uh, that sample in the middle, the the uh, instead of having mounted police, I'm going to have yeah. them stuffed. Yeah. Like that's that's Nestor Pister, who I yeah. believe is from like Edmonton. Yeah, Nestor Pister. Right, and I remember um, being being a young kid, and I, there was a point where I mean, where we lived in Dauphin for a few years, like, um, and then moved back to Brandon, and I remember being uh, like camping with my with my mom and her friends, and they would they were getting wasted, and they would listen to Nestor Pester tips. Oh yeah, and um, and because he's Ukrainian, he makes like aside from his like he he's, like specializes in Ukrainian jokes and stuff. And um, Dauphin's a like a, a primarily. I mean, there's a lot of Ukrainian people there, um, but. Uh, uh, hearing that, hearing that sample reminded me of that. I, I think I used that 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 record a few times. Yeah. Uh, on, and he he says some crazy fucking shit. Yeah, it's it is crazy. 
some pretty yeah, some pretty hardcore stuff. Uh, as far as that United We Stand, it's funny because the next song I want to play, uh, which this is a version that you do over um, some, this is like the Scratch Bastard version, your live version, but this is where you, you do, this is called These Colors Don't Run, um, where, you know, you talk about, again, about this whole, uh, we all stand united with, with America and all that, and I remember... I remember going to, and us doing our little tour in America and doing some of these songs and getting some interesting reactions, mostly positive reactions, if I remember. Do you remember that way? Yeah, there, there were a few times where I remember uh, where people came up and, and said things like, um, you know, thank you so much for, for saying these things. People here are scared to say those things. So maybe it takes someone to, to come from outside to say them or like, I mean, even as, as, as far as, as like, uh, I remember someone being like, you're really brave to say these things. I hope that nothing bad happens to you. <laughs> right. Like, like in a positive, you know? Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, at the time, I'm just, I mean, now that might make me a little more paranoid than it. I mean, not that I wasn't back then, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we were, I mean, it was because Funny Farm hadn't come out yet on that tour. No. Like, we just. You just started working this song, right? I, I think we might have. Well, I think we might have recorded it. Um, did we, maybe we recorded it the same time I was out there, or I yeah, just that came makes out sense. for that tour? I think maybe we recorded it and then we went down the West Coast and did the tour. So we're talking about a tour that basically was uh, t- just Pip and me in my uh, my little uh, two you know four door Acura um, driving down the West Coast and playing. I think we played what did we play? Portland. We played San Francisco. We played. LA we played uh Escondido uh, yeah. which was just north of San Diego and then Phoenix. we played we played Phoenix we played Santa Cruz Oh did we play Santa Cruz? Really? Yeah. We played Santa yeah, Cruz? That yeah, was super weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right. Or did we just go to Santa Cruz? We played no, no. Santa Cruz? Yeah, it was super weird. I'm sure it was. It's, yeah, like I, I did two two very, West Coast very tours. Very, very strange. <laughs> you know, some good shows, some really weak stuff. Um, and uh, but it was a lot of fun us driving and um, playing these strange little shows, just the two of us. And we did have a really, really good show in Escondido with two Mex and I forget who else, but that being the, probably the highlight of the tour that I remember. We, we also put when the LA show was with, was really great too. And it was with, um, the, uh, battle axe dude, Mr. Brady. Right. But like, like all those people came, came out to, to see us and we'd driven, we'd driven from Portland the night before to make that show. Right. And we were exhausted. Well, I mean, you, you had driven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I didn't have my license yet. Um, uh, yeah, thank you for that. And uh, uh, yeah, that, I mean that was that was it was fun. But yeah, funny farm, funny farm. I was I was playing I was playing like a, a number of those songs already. But but the record we just recorded. Right. Okay. Well, let's listen to this song. This is "These Colors Don't Run," and this is the live-ish version, I believe, over the that um, that you did over for the "I Mean" mixtape, just as a way of showing kind of kind of which is where you defaulted to, I think, live. So let's check this out. Oh! 
You heard the type of shit that they say Like we all became American for one day uh, I, I gotta bury some yeah. dead bodies or something I'm busy You know my name ain't Cool G but a rap Bastard in a polo boots and a fuzzy hat And if you ain't playing road to the riches May your wardrobe be furnished by stitches Want people getting dentist work for free Name up in like S-K-I-D After a fall a soft place to live That's These Colors Don't Run, and that is the remix, the um, Scratch Bastard remix with some different lyrics and things like that. Yes, yeah, shout out to uh, Scratch Bastard with uh, whatever you did, James Brown or whatever. And, um, you know, we don't play it today, but then, of course, he went on to do an album with um, Smitty and with Scratch Bastard called um, Taking Care of Business. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's still working to him, I guess, to this day, right? Because he did some stuff on your on the record that we'll play a little later that you put out this year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Paul, yeah. Um, yeah, I love Paul. Paul and I uh, uh, stay in touch. And, and uh, um, we, uh, I mean, we connected in Halifax when he was, he was super young. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, playing... Playing with playing with a DJ like Paul is, you know, you have a band behind you, you know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, there's nothing, nothing like it. And then uh, I want to play this little demo. This, this is another little snippet. And don't you worry, it's not too long. Um, but this is a demo that you worked on for when you were doing demos for the Funny Farm album. But it's over a Honeycut beat, so I thought you know it'd be kind of cool to play it. Is it? it, a, is it a demo or was it a thing that I? Um, I th- I thought it was a thing I did for a like a label in Oakland. Am oh, I maybe wrong? I don't know. Why don't we listen to it and then and you tell me? I just found it on a tape. I right. mentioned I mentioned that I went through all my tapes this year, and yeah. I found it on a tape. So so let's check it out and then maybe did, uh, maybe you could set me straight. Did you record it or did I? I don't. I did not record it. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check this out. Me to 
my team on you Come on. We're bad, but I didn't have to say Come it on. Way too fresh for the radio to play Come it Laying on with boys and darts, right. filled with hate Come Put on. your name on them, like a vanity right. license plate Straight steady mobbing like All my name right. was Seeker Miller Hold when a big rap All up, right. just like a pillar Bush killer, we'll go All through right. with the deed Being true to the theory that people they should not breed Read more than Oprah, but so does my mom And she ain't read a chapter since Kingdom Come Mad, unstable, stress taking its toll People scared that I done lost control There ain't enough anger, there ain't enough time And there ain't enough release and just kicking a rhyme Kicking a rhyme, kicking a rhyme Okay, that sounds like more than a demo Like it's actually recorded So tell me about it You you recorded it for somebody? Mm, yeah, um... There was, a, I don't know where that went, but maybe it came out on something. There was a song, there, there was a song that I did. I mean, I would have done that. I would have done that around, like, just after I'm me. And I would have recorded and mixed that myself. And then um, there there was a song that I did that, that ended up on a... On a on a on an anti cop uh, compilation in Oakland that that is what ended up like got me a tour in Europe because there was a band on it yeah who heard, who heard my song so I thought maybe that was the one because Tyler also produced that one uh, but but that that one that song wasn't uh, it was like uh, it was like really long it was about cops. Right, and that song didn't sound like it was about cops, that but that was, was on a that was on a, de- a tape that I have. It says Furby demos. So right. maybe I do. Maybe I do recommend. It had uh, it definitely the tape that I had definitely had demos that you did for Funny Farm. So right. it would have been before we would have recorded it, obviously. Oh yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened uh, there. Um, there, uh, I do, I do wish, wish that uh, I hadn't said the R word. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, I say it. I said it several times in the '90s as well, and I wish I hadn't as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, for yeah, yeah. Anyway, live and learn, move on. Right. Um. So I want to go back to the I Mean mixtape and talk. So well, one I want to give props to Honeycut, who made that's a dope beat and who made lots of dope beats over the years. He's a good friend of ours. And then um, here's another dope beat from an, a guy named Gordsky from a group called The Goods. So you got to hang out with those guys when you were in Halifax. Tell us about hooking up with them and uh, especially Gordsky and what a character he is. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, friend, like, uh, like I suppose, like, like we talked about before, the um, Friends Forever was recorded in his apartment, and um, I mean, Gordo. Uh, Gordo, Gordo was the guy who was like he's just he's just like the he's always there. He's just like if you uh, you know if you're feeling crummy or or you want to want to hang out or whatever it is like Gordo is just like uh, he's just the sweetest guy. Um, I can't say enough about about DJ Gordsky. Just like you know, like salt to the earth, like East Coast kid. Um, and uh, I mean to. To the end of time, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, I know, like maybe he was using computer a little more recently, but like, uh, what was that sampler that you made all that, that, like, you know, mood rough late farm fresh stuff on that Akai? I had the, the, the Akai SO1. Right, the, yeah, like the, with the tiny buttons. Yeah. 
So like Gordo, I mean Gordo made this on on an SL one, and um, and like all that stuff he did, and you know, hey, you you hand sequence it with those miniature buttons, yeah, in real time, and uh, um, I mean Gordo. Gordo was a, just a master of that machine. Like he would, he would stretch it to its its limits. And 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 Gord, like like you talked about with 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 Kane's weapon briefly, um, where you you were living by those hip hop rules. Like Gordo was, those hip hop rules were were a real thing in Halifax and and like and six two and Buck sixty five and and Joe Run, like those guys. And those guys enforce those rules. Like yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't own the original record that those drums were on, you 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 can't use them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Gordo Gordo was, as far as I know, Gordo was one of those you know guys early on to break that rule and and do it in a way where he gained respect from from all those guys because um, because he was he was just so dope and he was doing things that um, I mean Gordo. I've never, you know, just like, just like you have a sound and I mean, there's, you know, um, people, there's, there's producers that have very definite sounds like Gordo, um, you know, Gordo, no one sounds like DJ Gordsky. No, he's dope producer. This is, uh, this is a song called Shit to Shinola and I love this beat. Like, fuck, I love this beat. So I want to play it. When, when, sorry, when Honeycut was over, yeah, it's such a good beat. When Honeycut was over recently um, for dinner, he, again, maybe like, <laughs> he reminded me of the, of the fact that, uh, which my wife uh, just reveled in, uh, that, um, that, that I completely just fucked this, this saying all this, like I got this saying completely wrong. <laughs> all right. But that, um, that's the beauty of it is, is there's a lot of times where you would take a, a phrase, like a common phrase, and, and butcher it, and, and, and it'd be awesome. If you like, I mean, I wanted to play, I wanted to play uh, Suge Knight uh, earlier, but it's such a long song. It's a little too long, but it's like you pronounce Suge Knight's name two different ways in the same verse. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and yeah. then, yeah, so let's listen to Shit to Shine Ola. Uh, from this is from the I Mean mixtape. This is produced by uh, DJ Gordsky. Come on, I wanna fucking dumb like Wonton. You hang off a bus like Sean John with a team where you pump a pom pom. So sweet from now on, your name's Bon Bon. Nah, 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 hey. This is the part of the song we don't play. Nah, 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 nah.
band Stay a little buff, making a band Skeek and flip anything, even Christians Fuck with it, till it seems so distant Hit a beat, and I wanna put my fist in Live from the shit, this is no easy listen My name's Pip, I'm bipolar We turn shit into fun, Shinola All the credit was a dime for a cola Pip and Gord flip shit to Shinola My name's Pip, I'm bipolar We turn shit into fun, Shinola All the credit was a dime for a cola Shout out. Camel Bear Records. That's right, Camel Bear Records. Um, was it on Camel Bear Records? I thought it was on, they had their own label. Was it on Camel Bear Records? I don't think so. Well, hey, hey. obviously it was. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure you checked it. So what is the phrase supposed to be? It's not shit to shine Ola? Well, because I'm like, my, I, I, my, my name's Chip, I'm bipolar. I'm turning shit into fine Shinola. I don't know what what is it supposed to What's mean. What's wrong it's with like, that? Well, it's like um, uh, it's it's. I'm saying the wrong thing. Like uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. See, I still don't know the term. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck but research, it, whatever. You know, listening to that and listening to that, uh, uh, it makes me think that 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 is that is the early version and like the birth of of closer to what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Where where I'm letting myself go and having fun inside the the music, yeah. Um, and where like that uh, where I'm like na 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 na. This is the part of the song we don't play and yeah. all that that sort of stupid shit. And then I repeat it like I'm like in my brain I'm like this is so clever. This is a part of the song we don't play, so we're not we're gonna like. Like I'm, I'm like censoring myself, and so you know, I'm just so like, uh, I'm, I can, I can hear myself having fun inside that music, yeah, and or if not even having fun sometimes, and I can hear where it was more constructed, but I'm, I'm just letting myself go, which I don't think I'd done in a long time, and like, like with fermented. Uh, I was I was just so so many syllables and so structured and, and yeah. this is a, this is the start of, of like something else yeah and that beat like even now like like I was like uh, I was just bu- I, I was just bumping to that beat that beat is fucking yeah that beat bonkers it's 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 bananas it's like like I could. There are very few beats uh, that I've that I've recorded songs on where I could go back and and rewrite something and it would be totally fresh because um, you know because you hear it so much and it, and whatever or, or or it gets old to you but that that shit is like to me that shit is forever fresh yeah like like I'm sad that I rapped on it. <laughs> like it should be you know I, I mean that should be a hit song like like somebody. Somebody could have fucking somebody, not me, could have murdered that. (laughs) Right. Well, you murdered. I thought you sounded pretty good. I like your line, "Stan Kuba, check it out," which was an original. uh, Tyler Sneesby wrote that line originally, I believe. For or did you write it originally as Farm Fresh? Uh, No, that would be like a little like 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 Honeycut Farm Fresh throwback thing. 
Stan Kuba Check It Out of Order Inner Takeout. I'm quick with the paddle when I'm playing Super Breakout. That was the line. Yeah, and then I did something about like uh, the, the point where you go to make out or something. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, um, so th- that was the I Mean mixtape, and that was came after the right after Funny Farm. And I remember, you know, we're still hanging out quite a bit, and and um, I think I pressed a bunch of those mixtapes up, and we sold them on tour and things like that. Um, you know, that that that, just one, one, that was also a point for me where 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 I, I um, a really a really important part of I think my my me being Pip's kid or whatever, being a rapper was um, uh, I recorded. And mix that that whole record, and I mean it's a, you know it sounds it sounds fine. I mean, life what it is, but uh, but to me that was that was a big because I'd always relied on other people. Yeah, and I'd I'd even even when you're putting a record together and and figuring out you know sequencing and the, the album cover and all that sort of stuff like. It was, it was the first time I'd done I'd, I'd held all that on my own and, and so um, uh, that was a big that was a big thing for me where, I, where you know all that stuff that seems so hard or you're removed from uh, I got a handle on it and, and I, I think which also then made me more confident and, and able to like you know try different things and um, you know well, absolutely, and that's sort of what I want to get to is that not you know you are starting to do. It's your first step of doing kind of your own thing, where it's like, you know, I want to do a mixtape, and I want to you know we're on tour, but it's like I want to sell the mixtape, and the money goes in my pocket, and I've got my own shirts. You know, at this time, you've got you know you're you're making your own shirts, you're making your own mixtapes, and then you know there's some stuff that happens like we're not really going to talk about. Well, we could talk about it, but I'm not playing anything from like the Farm Fresh record we did. We've kind of covered that elsewhere, and we will again. Um, you know, and like in the, around that time, we did the Farm Fresh record. We did um, then you kind of like executive produced the Gruff um, Hopeless record. Like you're very instrumental in helping me get that happening because you know you're in Winnipeg with Gruff, and I'm in. Vancouver and it needs to be like ready to go when I show up and record um, but I want to jump forward to um, the Pip Donahue show which is you know a few years later I believe or not much later than probably than than the hopeless but you know something like 2005 2006 where you're starting to do your own thing right yeah and and, and again like yeah I guess just like just letting go and, and not overthinking things which, which was always, I think, my, my, why, why so many of my songs are, you know, you sound, I sound stiff or whatever, right? Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, working, just, uh, when, when PNC slowed down, um, trying to figure out a way to, to keep moving and, and, on, and yeah, again, like you're saying, like I wanted to tour more and, and, I wanted to, to take, try and take advantage of those things because, I mean, you know, you have a job and you have a family and, you know, I mean, when, when you don't, then, then you can just try, try those things out and, um, 
and and we saw going on tour. I mean, it was I mean it was almost like overnight in my brain where you know we we were we were on this edge of, of maybe things happening and we were we were you know maybe going to be able to become professional musicians. We were so close and teetering yeah. in that space, and then and then LimeWire and all that shit came along. And it was almost, I mean, I mean, it was almost like overnight where, where things changed, where, where everything, everything, money, money, like not that there was a bunch of money coming in, but like, uh, you know, those opportunities just sort of disappeared, right? Yeah, it was, I mean, you know, we, we went really hard between like 2001 and, and 2005, 2006, where it was like, we're doing three to four records a year. We're touring, you know, we're selling in the low thousands at minimum of, of a record. So there is, you know, you know, for $8 and 50 cents a CD or whatever, like, Wholesale, wholesale like you know so money's coming in so it's like we can buy plane tickets to record records and you know we're staying in really shitty motels and stuff but we can get around and we're making some money on shows and you know we're trying to you know you've got your shirts and smitty's got his shirts and we're just trying to like you know we've got some fans that are showing up to play shows and and then more and more we're going and playing these shows and it's like people are showing up and telling us about the how much they downloaded and and it's starting to feel like few less people per show and, and that kind of thing just yeah, you know I, I mean uh, yeah I mean who, excuse me who knows but the um, I remember I remember like one one show in you know Kelowna or Edmonton or wherever where a dude showed up with like a CD wallet full of all our burns yeah and asked Asked if we could sign them, you know. I mean, um, that sort of stuff. But I mean, I mean, and of course, I'm not. I just felt like at that time, I guess, in my brain, it felt like um, we 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 just missed the we just missed the the wave in some way. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I could be totally wrong, and, and but. Um, yeah, so just yeah, with that trying to move and like, um, I mean, are we, we're not at a marathon of dope yet, are we? Is that well, we just are? about. It's like I mean, it Pip Donahue, right? So it, marathon of dope. So then, is that is that marathon of dope? Yeah, I think that might, Pip Donahue might have been the first album on marathon of dope. Um, so, like, I'd been touring in Europe then. Which, which, you know, was what I saw was a big missed opportunity for us. Yes. And, and like, um, uh, the way that, per, the way that, that musicians are treated in Europe is just so different. And, and there's just, I mean, there, there was anyway, a whole, whole different system there that was, um, which is why so many, so many people never take their flight back and, and try and stay. And it's just like, it just treats musicians so well. And, and also why, why so many jazz musicians went there, you know, especially, I mean, the black mu- musicians went there and, um, there's this, uh, Europe loves live music. Yeah. And, uh, anyhow, uh, and you know, we had a good, I, I, I think I sure what I did. I had a good live show. Yeah. And, 
Um, and then uh, I met Tom, Speed Dial 7, and um, uh, I mean, he'd, he'd emailed me a number of times before, and, and uh, I left the tour I was on, which I was unhappy with, to go play a show that he'd put on for me, and it was amazing. And uh, um, I just, uh, I stay, I like, uh, I skipped out on, on like a bunch of French and Italian dates uh, with this, this group I was touring with uh, to stay in Belgium. And then I, I joined them again to finish the tour. And, and uh, I went back over and over. And Tom and, and Gumshi Strutt and I uh, uh, started a label, Marathon of Dope. Which is based off of the uh, Terry Fox Marathon of Hope run, which which to me was always, as a kid, was always so so cool and inspirational um, that this guy was running with with like you know yeah one leg and cancer and you know like it was just it was just so cool to me as a kid and I mean to learn more as an adult uh, and how you know how no one gave a fuck about him and. and yeah. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, and uh, and so in a in a very very sad way, I thought like running through like as an independent rapper trying to make a living is um, you know there's a kin to that, right? To like running across, I mean it's 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 almost it's offensive to to, <laughs> to suggest that that's what Terry Fox is going to, right? But that's what, what an independent rapper was going right. through. There's a parallel, yeah. right? Yeah, but um, and and then and the whole idea. I mean, the original idea, which we just didn't have the the wherewithal or, or like we we just weren't able to like really really do it or, or have the like star power or whatever to make it happen at the time but wherever but um the idea was is that we we would we would get ahead of of the um mp3 burning thing and we would all we would do the pay what you can yeah um and so you know i think like radiohead and and someone else like sarah mclaughlin or something um had 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 huge success doing that uh, of course but yeah. but uh, and then, and then, so we 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 tried a format like that with Marathon of Dope, and that was the. Um, and Tom, I mean Tom, Tom is is an amazing um, uh, label head in the sense of, of always thinking of ways to like like make cool tour merch and shirts and things that people want to buy. But but the the pr- primary focus trying to be on uh, pay what you pay what you want download scale and then and then with the um you get someone's email address in return right yeah and so that's your your uh financial gain in that sense so when we go on tour uh, we can contact these people and um but it just it just like you know i think maybe up until the last record i think maybe um, rec- I, I put so many records out on that label, and I, I probably saw, um, you know, just monetarily, I saw maybe thirty dollars. Huh. Like people, people will never pay. Right. Depressing. But, and 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 I, I, I don't say that. I mean, Tom, you know, I mean, I flew, I flew to Europe 
like like more times than I can count and yeah and was was there on like six week tours and yeah and stay like staying in like condos on the on like the like ocean in the south of Spain <laughs> right. I I it was you know it was very nice in that sense but like uh, musically it just never it, it never worked and and uh, but um, again like uh, like uh, the birth of, of something new for me which felt good and, and um, I was working I mean those first two records were I was living with Bird of Prey and, and Bird was Bird was using Mocha Only's old old SP 303 yeah I think it was a 303 <laughs> And I, I know you and your in your podcast of Rolly, you guys talked about. <clears throat> excuse me, how Bird. Uh, Rolly was Rolly was saying you played that that song off Bird's record and and with with him and Ness, and um, you guys were saying how or Cadence was saying how um, how far ahead of Bird of his time Bird was, and it's so true. Like if uh, you, I mean, out of control. Like you have, you have Ka and uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, the the dude from uh, Buster Rhymes crew, who who does all those like no no beat, no, no beat, beat beats, no beat beats, yeah. And like, like you know, I mean, you'd worked with Bird before, and so like, what Bird? I mean, so many of those beats on those records with Bird, that's Bird bringing you a record, right? Yes. And and I, but if, I can't do a no beat beat. I love beats, so I'd add yeah, drums. <laughs> right, but that's 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 you collaborating. And then so when you hear that stuff, because maybe you know those loops, like do you hear that loop and be like, oh, I would do this to it? Some of it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like when I heard, when I uh, so when I heard, I think the first thing oh, I heard okay. him produce was the toothpaste. And at the time, I was like, "Oh my God, this needs drums!" And now I listen to it, and I'm like, <laughs> "And now I'm like, okay, no, I, it doesn't need drums. It's great how it is." Yeah. And, but um, but that you know, when I first heard it, I was like, you know, these loops are so good, but where, wh- why, why would you not put some drums on? Like these are, would be absolute head smashing bangers, right? Like, but whatever. I mean, you know, now I now I don't, you know it is what it is it's like great on its own so this this but but the whole the whole thing too sorry to kind of, i know you're trying to play a song rod i know you eventually but <laughs> but the whole thing with the whole thing with the is it the 303 yeah yeah it's, yeah the throw so the whole thing with the 303 is that i mean he it's 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 victim of circumstance too right like like he's creating that style because he's an old old b-boy who who like lives off breaks but he also can't program drums because because he's using all his his time up right right which is dope but at the same time it's like you got my number (laughs) you need some drums i'll hook you up (laughs) yeah you know bird i I mean you know bird but all bird 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 like bird likes to walk in the shadows in this that sense but also also like also i think he like he the way he the way he's looping the the those samples though they like it's almost i mean when i listen to those songs now and like i mean i know i mean i know he he there's no drums but 
when you hear those songs, like like um, if you're not if if you're not listening to hip hop like that, do you even notice? No, I mean, again, I'm listening with two different sets of ears, and you know, me personally, as someone who worked with him, with you, whenever I hear stuff post me. I listen in a completely different way than I would hear just somebody's tape, right? Somebody's record. Mm-hmm. It's like I just hear of like what I would have done, what I what I would have done, how I would have what I would have brought to this, right? So when I heard Toothpaste, when I hear the Pip Donahue show, I hear the for the first time I'm like here's here you know, I just worked with you, right? Like recently in the last couple of years. And so it's like very strange for me to I can't just listen as like a fan, right? Yeah. And the same thing with the with the bird record where it's like, where are the fucking drums, right? We you know, like he came he came when we when we did, you know, our two records together, he would bring records to me, but very rarely he would be like, Here's the loop. You know what I mean? He just could be like, check this record out and I would put the needle down and start, you know, messing with it and we uh, maybe I'd find the loop that he had in mind or maybe not but he was very much like here's a record check it out maybe you'll like right. it like he's yeah. very like you know like pretty much every I mean you know if you ta- if you look at the two records we did there's like what 30 beats or something or like 28 beats and probably of those I probably provided the main sample from my record collection of like maybe 20% right it's almost all his records and um and so, but he wasn't like, okay, this is, the, there's the loop. It would be more like, check this record out, it's cool. And then, you know, what do you think? You know, that was that was the process. So then when, when you see what he does, when he sits down and uses a sampler, because that's not what was happening when we were working together, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, that's, but yeah, but, but my big thing, like from, for all these years, and I'm just still like 20 years, 15 years later, getting over it where I can not listen as someone who worked with you and like produced you and here's how i would here's how i would do it right it's like it's been very hard to to listen as and and i've gone through these things where it's like i wanted to some of your records i wanted to like more and i'd listen to them and i didn't like it and i'd be like this is you know you're my best friend i really want to like this record or whatever would happen right so anyway what records do you like oh well i don't like skid row (laughs) that's that's what that's what i'll say straight up and we'll get to it but um i do like this record and i like it more now that i listen to it so i really want to play a song from the pip donahue show and I mean, I don't like any of my records uh, ideally, but I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't list when you, when we when we talked about doing this podcast and a song I saw that uh, song off Skid Row, I was like, I don't know if I like that record. <laughs> anyway, let's, it's a let's very rock. On. It's a very rock record, and yeah, I know what you're trying to rock, do, but um, to me, Bird it doesn't work. You know what? You know what? In coming out of these two Bird of Prey records, Bird like bird uh i mean i i wrote a lot of skid row while i lived with bird and bird bird mocked me endlessly (laughs) like yeah like like you know rap rock corn guy like go fuck yourself like he he uh and and good look you know good looking out bird of prey (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, let's let's listen to a song. This so we're we're so far down the weeds, but it's like this is from Pip Donahue, and I'm looking at the cover, and it doesn't say Marathon of Dope. I think you just put it out, and then you started Marathon of Dope, and it came out, but I don't think you had Marathon of Dope 
when you first released it, I think. But anyway, let's right. listen we to this did, song. We, you were at the release party, I remember. Was I? At the album. Mm. This song's called Bus Face. I really want to play it. It's uh, <laughs> featuring... It sucks. Okay, well, you say yeah, that... Yo, 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 but, but, but um, uh, shout out to Greg McPherson, because Greg McPherson and I, uh, uh, this is around the same time we started working together. Yeah. He, he, he's coined the term bus face. Like, he was like, he was like, yo, I was on the bus the other day. He was talking about gas tonight. He was like, yo, I was on the bus the other day, blah, blah, blah. And this person was trying to sit close to me. You know, I had to give him the bus face. And I was like, what the fuck was the bus? And the bus face. So. Well, let's listen to what the bus face is. Check this out. Yeah. If you're like 12 years old and you're on the bus and some elderly person gets on and you don't get up, person coming yo it's time to attack what's your best bus face just to chase him off track tip your invisible top hat screaming at yourself to how's the crazy person there how they got fat they'll trot back up to the front with the quickness scratch your neck cough complain at the sickness ramble off statistics rats like the pot piper make your eyes wide like you just filled your diaper talk a lot about me lick your palms say hello and tap on the seat your british accent i was going to say that that the uh the biggest regret of that song was my my really annoying scottish accent oh that was a scottish <laughs> accent wow yeah. also like um you know can, you know can we just not do other people's accents now yeah but um yeah i mean i mean that's some shit uh uh you're on the bus i mean uh, if you've ever ridden on a Greyhound bus, shout out to Bird of Prey, and you have a long trip, like you gotta, you gotta, when people, you know, when you stop and people are getting on, if you have that that seat beside you, like you have to make a bus face, you know? Yeah, it's very important. And on a city bus too. I mean, uh, you know, if you if you try to hold your your 
your shit down and the bus isn't full like you have to make a bug space you you have to scare people off somehow <laughs> do not like like there's no unless you know of course and and i say it at the start too like if you have a primary seed you're gonna give it up to an elderly person unless you're a dickhead but yeah. like i'm talking about a bear bus yeah. you know you have to make a bus face <laughs> you do you because like there's so, there's someone who's gonna uh, you know there's someone who's gonna just try and sit beside you when there could be 20 bear seats <laughs> it could be very bad so shout out to greg mcpherson for coining the term yeah 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 good looking out and uh yeah so where are we now well i wanted to jump around a bit and i wanted to play um uh, I wanted to go to the Bird of Prey album where you guys were living together and and, uh, and get your side of the story because the, on the Bird of Prey podcast, he said that uh, he had to record Catch an L in one day because you guys, and you guys were rushing him because you guys wanted to go lawn bowling or something. <laughs> bocce it's called bocce oh it's asshole. called bocce so, so now we've got the like we've set the record straight the story is true except that it was bocce not lawn bowling and yeah yeah i mean um you know i i, I listened to that and bird's not wrong um but just one like one tweak on that is that there's there's um i mean who knows what was going on because um i mean tom uh, uh, who lives in Belgium was in Winnipeg so you know there's a time limit uh, we didn't at the time there's no like proper studio um, and f for sure 100% like it would have been like Cass and like me hanging out and being dickheads and <laughs> you know getting drunk and bird you know, you, you've worked with Bird, like Bird, and Bird, Bird doesn't like to play around. He just wants to work, right? Yeah. And and um, and also Birdie, uh, Birdie, Birdie's like I'm one or two takes and I'm out of here. Yes. He he's you know you you you've seen me like there's been times I'm not not so much anymore, but but in the past where I just want to play around and play around. And and can spend like a, you know, I, I can spend hours playing around in a song if 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 or a bird is just like in and out, yeah, like old old school style in and out. Like any bird of prey song you ever heard, there's no way he did more than three takes. No, and he doesn't want backups. He just wants to, he just wants to come 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 correct. This is true. And 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 so then that's the thing that's that that like is like when bird tells that story that's what's going on too because um yeah we're we're, we're being assholes and he just wants to he just wants to do one take so this is bikes and let's listen to it and then i want to <laughs> i want to uh i want to i want to dial in on meeting tom and all that kind of stuff so let's listen to this this is bikes this features tom which is uh, speed dial seven and yourself pips kid <laughs> Getting wild on this one. Mentally crazy. Oh, so stupid, so stupid. Fill out the questionnaire. Ready to go. 
guns with the Navarone, Ice Station Zebra. True believer, Pisces not a Libra, hey bro. Got that good Chiba Chiba, Viva Las Vegas with the Queen of Sheba. Chances are slim, the odds are meager, but I always bring it back. Golden Retriever, don't care about move faking yuppies, I'm in the lab. In a lab making puppies at Chuck E. Cheese, a Fuddruckers probably, a vocal member of the Nut Hugger Lobby. I saw a movie about blood sucking Nazis. You got confused by the HUD sucker proxy. If this one is over your head, fall down the stairs and call in dead. You get lost when I'm on the mic, shirts on fire, let's ride bikes. If this one is over your head, fall down the stairs and call in dead. You get lost when I'm on the mic. Shirts on fire, let's ride bikes. 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 You know it's there. Seriously, I put it there. Call me a liar. Shit, I'm unaware. I remember taking care of the shit, but then did something else that I probably didn't get with. Interrupt you in the middle of a story with a punchline on my mind that is probably really boring. Story of my life, ask my wife for advice. Got no daily routine when you're living in a dream, man. Impulsive fear, unaware of my stare. It's the year of the bird in the decade of the bear, yeah. Run around like a madman, y'all. And when hitting a wall, I give Pippi a call. Hello? If this one is over your head, fall down the stairs and call him dead. You get lost when I'm on the mic. Shirts on fire, let's ride bikes. If this one is over your head, fall down the stairs and call him dead. You get lost when I'm on the mic. Shirts on fire, let's ride bikes. 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 I've been preening that puttering, thinking about something and another thing muttering. Cheat tugging at the skin on my thumbs and dug it in. Oh, Blake, you bugging on the skins, man. Fuck it then. Tuck it in and do some listening and asking. But I'm fasting and missing an action. Never done nothing like Kim Kardashian. Did a little bit more than just put my ass in. Always casting, I was on singing. Hey, I was at a file on ringing. Here, old dog, I'm old cat, it's your opinion. Many goats take deep rap about a I got a feeling I should probably do the dishes Drop knives in the sink, come back, need stitches And feed fishes all the ginkgo biloba I can't focus, that's why I love Manitoba If this one is over your head Fall down the stairs and call in dead You get lost when I'm on the mic Shirts on fire, let's ride bikes 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 That's Bikes, that's um, Bird of Prey from Catch an L featuring Speed Dial 7 and Pip Skid. God like- damn, man. Like Bird, Bird, bird man. Uh, I mean, you know, shout out to Tom, but Tom isn't a very good rapper, and he'll, he'll agree with me. Yeah. But like, and I love Tom to death. Like Tom Tom does everything, every how. And like, I mean, he's not a great rapper, but, but you know, great beats. I mean, a million things. Tom is the best, but that song fucking bangs even still and and uh, uh yeah I, I that's one of the few songs i still play live um uh 
no no drums <laughs> no drums where's the drums i mean i would have put the drums in right as he said no anyway oh yeah i mean you can hear those you, if you put drums in that shit and um when another thing about bird is when i was listening to the to the the podcast you did with cadence um and you played that uh, that uh, pod, uh, sorry, the posse cut with all of us. Yeah, eight bars each. Yeah, yeah. The um, bird. What, what does bird say? The Paul Simon line. Yeah. Like, like uh, some of. Oh my god! I was like, uh, I was like that. I can't. After I hear that, everyone else is done. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and that's how he starts the shit. What does he say? Do you know? Um. Oh, no, I, I don't. I no, yeah, no. Some of uh, whatever whatever he says, the Paul Paul Simon the Paul Simon line. I'm just like, okay, like those like Birdie when Birdie drops lines like that, you're just like, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, like I'm done rap. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to do another song here from um, one more from Pip Donahue because you did a video for this song, a really good video uh, for this song. It's called Pip's Kid. And Jason LaPere. Jason LaPere, which I'm I planning, I've been planning and I haven't talked to him yet. I've been planning on doing a, a podcast about the videos, some of the videos that I directed and some of the videos that he directed because really Ooh. there's only been the two of us that have done videos for the label at all. Um, but I, you know, he, he has really focused on you, so I think it's safe to play this song because I know we'll definitely play the original version of Tens of Dollars, for example, and Alone Again, for example. Like, those are videos that he did for you that worked out pretty good, I think. And of course, um, Hypochondriac, um, which we talked about with um, St. Louis. But I thought that this video, I forgot about this video until I kind of checked back and I remember really liking the song and the video um, what do Wait. you go ahead well, I just well, uh, when you when you were saying that it, it made me think of something that I think that I, um, you know when uh, Jason Jason LaPera was one of those people who always believed in me yeah you know when when like to do hypochondriac to like um, when when making videos weren't easy and like um, you know he flew me out from Halifax to Toronto and like housed me and, and you know to to like to to see how hard he believed and 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 when I was at his house uh, like filming hypochondriac and in Toronto like like I I was reading this this you know whatever 15,000 page screenplay that he'd written yeah. about these superheroes and and um, just seeing this guy and his his dedication to to what he what he wanted to do in life and 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 to have someone believe in me that hard yeah um and put put all his chips on the table like like uh, so many of of our videos are are were his you know what his cv his whatever you call that shit right absolutely like his and, demo reel is basically videos for you and and 
and so and and like taking my ideas and 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 his ideas and I mean he's and and you know now I mean he I mean he's he's done you know, he's he's made plenty of movies and whatever all these things but but like uh, uh, you and him to have someone believe in you is uh, and like. You know, it, it means a lot, and 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 like would I have done this without without you and LePerrin and uh, Tyler and stuff? You know, what, like I would have maybe wanted to, but but could I? Right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's it's um uh, it's really important, and and uh, and I I, you know, I thank you guys, and 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 also. Um, your 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 fire and that too is is like like so for other people it's like that that excitement gets other people excited and you know take care of each other in that way yeah well let's listen to pip's kid and then um i want to talk a little more about la pair um let's check this out because um i like the song this is this this is the four minute 41 song second song so this is the second longest song on the podcast it's all downhill from here pip it's all good <laughs> here we go pips ki- pips space kid featuring black and roll black and roll like what is that here we go my name is black and roll and i like to play with my pee pee and my poo poo and i make farty noises and sometimes mama yells at me i guess yeah <laughs> Don't bring me a cake just cause you can No, no, no. please don't no. 
There's an energy on that song and on this record, on this Pip Donahue record that was not happening when you made a record with me at the end there. So much respect to that because it's really great. A lot of fun. And when you work with Ness, especially, I don't know, something, something great happens. That's good stuff. And if you haven't seen that video, listeners, um, Pip's Kid, um, it's really funny and really good, really worth watching by Jason LaPere. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's like one of those things. It was a very fun video to make. I won't get into it, but um, uh, and some really great people helped us out to make, make that happen. But uh, that, I mean, that to me, that song was like in my brain. I'm like channeling Chuck D. Right. right, like I'm like like with that that rock rap shit that Bird made, like because that's a Bird of Prey beat. Yeah, and then it's like uh, with those strange, and because he's not he's not the loop is so strange with those with those rock finishes. Yeah, and it, I mean I mean thinking about it, it's probably what led me into that skid that skid row shit. But but. Um, yeah, I mean, to me in my head, I was I was Chuck D, right? You know, and, uh, which is not, of course, not not realistic. But um, uh, all those, uh, like all that that public en- enemy influence in and that that loud, heavy sound of Chuck, and and then uh, <laughs> ah, fuck, oh, and uh, the the song is ridiculous, like. Uh, um, uh, there, there's a funny the last the last YouTube comment that I I mean maybe you sent it to me or, or somebody where where this this person is just like 
I, I really liked Pipskia before, but um, this this is just not an okay thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and, to, and to me, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, in my life, I'm like, oh, cool. I, you liked like, me I'm, before, but this, like, this was the uh, thing? And and it, probably a problem why I'm not why I don't have a rap career is like because I'm like oh perfect I did my job, <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean I think that's always been the thing with me where it's like it's like oh I irritated somebody I've done my work here my work <laughs> is done and and um uh, you know like like not too long after this which. Uh, a record we're not going to talk about because we, because there's there isn't a record was a record I made where where you could only hear it inside of 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 one one restaurant in inside of Winnipeg uh, uh, there were there was a headphone splitter and you could listen to it uh, when the restaurant was open for three months only right right and and to me that became I mean we can get into that later but or now but. But that's where where music became for me, where where all this stuff became so. Um, people are getting it. I'm not like I'm not making money from it, and and so like I mean I know you you've struggled with this too, Rod. Where where does it become fun, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 it started as fun, and 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 hopefully you know I think everything we've put out was was mostly fun. But when when you're actually at a point like we were talking about earlier, where you're trying to make money, then um, how do you how do you keep that fun and make money and all that stuff? And and so, I mean, I, I got to a point where where um, I thought I think I just came out of this, but I thought I and I was really focused on this idea of where I I had a record that you had to write me a, a letter for yeah and every single time i would just say no even though there was a record there so you could write me a letter and just and and, and write your heart out and be like i want to hear this record because and and i was going to make a i was going to make a stamp that said denied or declined <laughs> or whatever and i would just stamp every letter with that and send it back and have a record that sat that no one would ever hear. Like that's the point. And and when I when I told when I told people who <laughs> like 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 people in this city who who were who were responsible for giving out grants, they were going. They were like, apply for that. Will Green like that? <laughs> where where that's how Wait sad a it's so become. Let me just let me just understand this. So you are going to pitch. You're going to get funding to make a record where people had to write you a letter. In order well, to the, receive the, the record, is, the, but then the you're going to deny all requests. So <laughs> whether or not you made the record really made no difference because no one would ever get accepted. Right. But of course, the, the the people give you money. They're like, well, finally, there's like a like it's like a tease thing, right? Finally, they get the record. Oh, okay. And you're like, but, no, but, they but don't get me, the record. Right. They never but, get the but, record. But this is where this is the point that I I guess the 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 point of what we're talking about is this is where I came to. In my in my brain, where I'm like, I'm like, let's like like that's going to be something that's at least interactive and fun. Yeah. And, and we have these letters. We get we get send letters back and forth for three years. Right. 
and you keep like no matter what you say you get a you get a declined state or denied or whatever right and and so then you know i mean i mean that's that that's where I, that's where i ended up at uh until recently where where you know i started writing again but um yeah, I mean, I mean that's how that's how fucking the sad music made me, I guess, or trying to make music and and uh, yeah, and how disappointed I well, was. Well, the way that. we've all, you know, the whole thing with online and it's just so disconnected that I mean, in, I can only speak for myself. It's like now it's like you're making music by yourself more and more. It's less collaborative, and and then also the process of releasing is. You know, again, I, I'm mostly speaking for myself because I mean, you—I don't even do release parties or anything, right? It's like, uh, which kind of is like that's when you probably shouldn't even even release. Um, you know, like Whatever. in the old days, in the old like days, a- you wouldn't release a record unless you were going to do the things that put you in front of other humans to make it known that the record existed. But now there's the internet where you just upload it and then move on with your life, right? But. Um, but um anyway like one of one of the best funnest records that i released was called hello world where it was basically like just write me an email why you want the record and i'll send you a link and i got such nice emails that was like that was probably the best you know i could hope for in this you know post tour (laughs) world where i just got nice emails from people as opposed to putting something on Bandcamp and getting a few dollars or checking some stats and seeing that 30% 30% of people stop listening after the first track or whatever, this kind of shit, right? It's just like, this isn't good. Well, that's that's cool too, Ruddy, because um, that's, in a funny way, that's that's like the exact opposite of what I was yeah no i know that's what i was thinking about is like but it but it shows our it shows our differences (laughs) you're like denied (laughs) denied and And i'm sure you get some really nice letters too and you'd be like fuck i'm terrible i'm a terrible person denied oh when when i when i when i told my wife this idea she was just like she looked at me and she got it because because when i talk to industry people or people who make music everyone everyone thought it was funny you know there were different yeah. and my my wife when i told my wife the, f- the first person to just look at me cold and go you're a monster <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like oh wow i'm way you know in some way i'm way off base here like yeah you know like uh and, yeah, that I mean, I mean, it's all. It, it also uh, goes into like like looking at music as an art project as well, right? Yeah, which, which is which is always something. Um, anyhow, yeah, we got uh, so that record you you spoke about, where people email you. Where yeah. can they get that record? Uh, well, now it's on Bandcamp, but back in the day, they could have. They, for a while, they just had to email me at roddy at mackinroad.net. They could still can. The link's still there. Right. Um, and they get just that record. Yeah, yeah. Send it. Send it. Send a nice email. And, uh, That's and right. That's right. Request. I request. That's right. Um, okay, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Skid Row. So I'm. Uh, yeah. I want to understand. So you started Marathon Dope. You put out. Um, you put out Pip Donahue. Did you put something else out, and then you and then you did a record with? Is it Foul Tone who did Skid Row and Cut Down? I did. I did two records with Bird on 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 uh, Marathon of Dope. What we 
can't be stopped. Okay. Like based off the right. the Ghetto Boys one, of, uh, and then Fifth Avenue, both both completely produced by Bird. Yeah. Um, and recorded by Gumshoe. Yeah. Then Skid Row. I mean, um, I was working with Cutdown, um, working in the community, doing like shops and things like that. Um, and so Cutdown was always Cassidy Beats. Um, there was the their label going at the time, which was funded, had a lot of money behind it, and um, Spoof from Freak Show was, yep. was one of the people involved. In a in a in a strange sense, felt like Feltone was like the biggest budget I had yeah. ever to make a record. Uh, you know, which 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 isn't necessarily true in the sense of. Um, I mean, you you dumped. Um, it was the biggest, like like you know, in your face budget. Yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, PNC PNC like spent uh, you, you spent more money on me than than uh, my mom did. You know. I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, that's but, going that's going in my bio. I love it. <laughs> But, but you know like and which I had to fight for like like uh, I had to have a meeting with those guys and be like I'm pulling all my songs like like uh, I mean tens of dollars was 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 around and moving and like uh, not that that's like something <laughs> not like I was I was working with something but I was just I was just feeling frustrated and wanted to, I was I was interested in putting music out yeah uh yeah i mean i mean it was like you know it was it was presented as like a proper proper uh, album budget yeah uh, um which is nice and and so uh went to toronto i mean we give and the cool thing about jason there again like um uh, the guy who made all those videos like um we had we, we just we decided to put uh, um, like the majority of the budget to to push one video. Yeah, and and we gave. I mean, which 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 was nothing. It was like three grand or four grand or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's actually nothing. Like a video producer should scoff at that. Yeah. And and Lapair, you know what Lapair did was he he like used every single cent of it. To like, uh, like, like the rental of the the bank, the old bank, and all that. Like he just he just used it in such a smart way, where and brought in all these people who are working on a on a on a film resume. When when I was working on on the, the Skid Row record, what happens with, with Cut Down is Cut Down makes really good beats. Cutdown, Cutdown is a master of, of, of like a dirty fucking, uh, a dirty loop, dirty beat. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, for some weird reason, I was just into like guitars. Right. I think like the the problem was, is I was playing so many shows with, with all these rock bands and like becoming friends with these guys. And, and I mean, I was wondering, is it, it was like, it felt like. A way for your live show to evolve into a place where your energy level is higher and you could do like when i see you play live i was like he's really good live because he's kind of got this 
you know, over the top energy. It's kind of like, and then recorded, it was like, it sounds like rap rock, but then live, it kind of worked because the energy level was so high and it was a way for you to really channel that and like, you know, and your vocal style started to evolve and, and that kind of thing. So I was wondering, right. it was like, did, did it come from like you kind of finding a way to take the energy up and get a better response live? Well, you know, uh, uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh, like mentioned that. With with that, like the the song we played before with with Nest, uh, um, it never hit live because oh. because it was produced on an uh, uh, on a fucking 303, right? And it sounded like shit, <laughs> right? But people people responded to it, but it's it sounded so bad. Yeah. Like all that I mean all those I mean all those 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 songs they did with Bird, like they they they, they sounded like we were playing off tape again, right? Yeah. Right. And so I think I think that's yeah. That's where I was uh, what you're saying is what and and my live show was really important then. I was touring a lot. Um um, yeah, I mean, the most important part of that record for me was becoming friends with Crooks. I fucking hated Crooks. I wanted, I, I like, you know, he dissed me in some in some ways. Like, you know, like young kids, you know, he broke rules in freestyle battles. Yeah. And, like, dissed Gruff and me and, like, you. And, and I was just fucking, I hated Wait, and, he, wait he dissed me? He dissed yeah, me? He dissed he just yeah. Can can you imagine? I can't. No. <laughs> and then when it when it came to sitting in that studio late at night to finish that record, um, Rob, Rob was always there. And, and, and why uh, why was he there? Was he who was he friends I mean, with never, Down or or what? Well, why why was he part of the posse? Yeah, I mean, I think he he lived with Cutdown at the time and influence, and right. uh, but but the thing was is at the time like and Rob never got credit for it. Rob Rob was there for all our shit, right? And like like Magnum Ki, like Rob wrote lots of those lyrics. Rob Rob did lots of the instrumentation. Like Rob uh, Cutdown made those loops, and then Rob is the guy who stayed later and. And and fleshed all that shit out and sequenced it and added synth lines and and added added pop sounds right and the sounds that that, that catched people and um, I mean very quickly like I mean Rob just always stayed and and uh, and Rob liked to drink and Rob liked to smoke and and Rob liked to work on rap music and right. and those and him and I became friends very quickly like we uh cut cut would leave and robin out robin out stay and 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 then to where i started like texting and calling rob and being like hey what are you doing can you go to the studio right well let's listen to a song i want us to a song from skid row so this song's called can you do it featuring our good friend yai um and maybe you can uh, tell us more about the production and stuff, and and the un- and the work of Rob and versus Cut Down and all that kind of thing. So let's check this out. Oh, yeah! Ha! Huh. Woo. I'll dive in the caves and go parasailing. 
to shove my fist through a loophole Won't fit like my new goal in a suit bowl Call a pipskin, one of the few folks Forced to do it where we're from like he was cool coach Something I'm not gonna be able to do so Take notes and take heed the advice of my crew tip My ears are falling off, yo, do what you do go Never quit rap, stop listening to group home Never sit back, lean, write a new poem How I kiss that queen like that's a cute Play it off like the Super Bowl I don't play with cross Procreation looks stupid though I never have a say That's what a few control Said I'd never leave my kid I was being truthful It's truth some Won't follow through I did prove so Don't ask me to do something I'm not able to do playing guitar on that one um uh my friend john vogan um who who is is this like guitar virtuoso like uh is that a word i don't know virtuoso is a word i believe yeah (laughs) anyway um uh this guy john vogan um who was we were playing a lot of shows together with his band at the time and and um uh yeah i mean he uh, just such a good guitar player uh i play hockey with him as well sometimes cool. but uh, um and yeah i mean danny Dan- i think uh, ghetto socks was originally supposed to be on that song oh really um i i, I wrote that song in halifax mm-hmm. and that that chorus is based off of the double x posse song okay you know that song? No, I have Double X Posse, but I haven't listened to it enough to. Okay, well that song, that song, I think it's called "I Can't Do It" or whatever. Right. Can you do it? I'm not gonna be able to do it. It's just like, it's just like um, that nine, like it's 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 like the the perfect '90s rap song. You mm-hmm. know, that song felt really good to play live because you, where I'm just like. You know, like fuck you and your bread bowls and your and your your Celine Dion in Las Vegas and and your bullshit life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic Pips kid. Uh, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, so but yeah, right. it's, I mean, it's it's rap rock. I mean, it's it is like, a, it is a little bit like rap rock. I was gonna say. Yeah, it's it's, it's too much. It's too much. I think it's. I think it might be. But hey, yeah. I mean, how did it do? Did uh, people Agreed. like it? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, um, I'm I'm desperately looking for for a job doing anything right now. So apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but no. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, whatever. Like, 
like who cares really like it's uh well i only ask like you know uh, all of all the records no, it's, it's a rap like, rock song it's garbage no no but i mean what i mean is is like out of all the records it wasn't like oh boy we're really going for you know like we're sitting in the boardroom and we're putting all our money behind funny farm like we always did all the records we did and and you did the pip donahue and all the stuff that you did was just you're making music for music's sake and then this record is like you're making music for music's sake but obviously you're working kind of more with an arm's length label and um it's a, just a different it's a little bit more like there's business going on right so that's the only reason i ask is 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 like right you know uh, no 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 one ever no one ever said to me don't 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 do this like like the opposite the everyone everyone who had money at stake left and left rob and i at the helm. right <laughs> which and then and like um and yeah i mean because i mean it I seemed mean, like uh, the record got a decent push and it was like you know it had nice digipack and they did posters and you know did they do vinyl for tens of dollars no but it, no but uh, but i i like um uh and the only other the the last fight was was trying to get money out of an old uh a dead budget to get the video that LaPera did um, because on to, to get a video on much music it needs to be um, uh, well, it was captioned uh, and baited yes. cammed and all that stuff and, yeah cool it was baited it was it was done in beta but but there was no closed caption yeah and uh, anyway I had a friend I had a friend who would do it for for half the price and no one would pay for it and then we, we got in a fight and that was the end of everything right um i want to play the i love the idea of the tens of dollars and it's a funny joke because you know i just think i, I think that was one of your better you know like long lasting good ideas as far as a, a good hook you know i make tens shout, of dollars shout out, shout out to a friend of mine um we're john Slenowich's sister mm-hmm we're bowling and she said can i get anyone a drink i have tens of dollars and i was like what <laughs> and she repeated herself and uh, and i was like can i use that in a song and she she's like yeah for, for sure and it just that just caught me like and it's a stupid it's just a, a dumb thing i think it's great um, but, but like oh, that's one of those things right yeah exactly um obvious like obvious good you know um let's i want to play the remix that i did i know we're going to play the original when i talk to lapair and do the video episode because it's such a i want to play my remix of it because you asked me if i would remix it and i was happy to do so because i always like that song i do like of of all the beats on the skid row this is probably my favorite beat the original version which i believe is a cut down beat right yeah. um but here's my remix which with, i just sort of go and with like crooks like all those synth lines are crooks. That's crooks. Right. So it's, um, it's both, it's cut down and crooks. Cut yeah. down and crooks. But this is my remix that I did uh, for you. So here's Tens of Dollars, the Macaro remix. Let's check it out.
That's one of my weirder remixes, I think. I was just going to say that's a weird song. You know, I'd, uh, do you like that beat? Like, no. Oh, I'm sorry, do you, do you like, do you like the, the remix that no, you did? No, not really. I, I don't, I, I didn't enjoy listening to that, but... <laughs> Like, like, uh, not, not in a normal way, but I just, I felt like it was, it was just not right. No, but I agree. I do. There's a part of what you like, like if I want, there's a part of what you were that that that, that, that I that I do enjoy. <laughs> Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. It just didn't work. Otherwise, just, I think otherwise, I was messing yeah. around and I tried something and it didn't work, and I was like, oh well, you know. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair enough. I, I, um, I did, I did. That was on Marathon of Dope. Was, was there was a, um, like an like EP or something like a remix. EP. Yeah, and then like Moves and Gordsky, and I would like to listen to all those now. Not, not really. I wouldn't do it. But, but I, <laughs> I want to play from People Are the Worst on Marathon of Dope. Um, that record, which has some more beats by Cut Down. Um, and some beats by Honeycutt and a beat by Gordsky and some stuff with Old Folks Home and B Flat of the Lytics. It feels like you're a little getting a little off the rap rock and back onto maybe a little more, well, strict, you know, a little more hip hop. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that record uh, was a lot of cutting room floor stuff, and uh, it took a long time to make make Skid Row and. And so there are always the, these, these other records, and, and um, I thought I thought it would warrant uh, uh, an album, and, and so we, uh, I picked at those things, and also like moving into like working with Rob more. Right. Yeah. Uh, what am I talking about? I'm talking about uh, that stupid record. I want to. I want to play the song. People are the worst. Yes, People are the worst. I want to play the song. I ain't a rapper. I'm a DJ, featuring right. DJ Bunny. Because I want to know about, you know, like I want to know about DJ Bunny and and what made you go chase. Did you chase him down? Did you run into him one day? What? How did it come about that? In fact, for those who don't know, he DJ Bunny had an original song. I ain't a rapper. I'm a DJ from I don't even know when, like the early '90s, late '80s. From cable access, um, spotlight. You know, he, yeah, he had a show on on cable very access. Very important, very important show. Tell spotlight. us about tell us about it. Uh, uh, DJ Bunny had a show called the Spotlight, uh, and in Brandon, we we would get it on what Rod like uh, Channel Twelve. I think it's Channel Twelve. Yeah, yeah, and and um, and and Tyler would 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 record it on beta and we watch it over and over and over and so uh his show his show was like a like a radio mix mix show but it was uh, it was live on tv right you know? it was like um and and it was it was people rapping and dancing djing and uh, it was a huge part of 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 us being able to understand and learn hip hop in Brandon, uh, with with no access to hip hop mm-hmm. on so many levels, and and so uh, to me it was really important to to give to give Bunny some some shine and bring him back into the spotlight, 
and um, where uh, I asked the original. There's an original version with 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 Ismala, uh-huh. uh, and 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 Leonard rapping on it. Oh, and I have no. It was so long. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I think. There and like maybe you know I was trying to I was trying to like include people from from different crews and I was I was desperately trying to get DJ Ta- or sorry MC Taco on it as yeah. well and I couldn't I couldn't find Taco and even Bunny couldn't find Taco yeah it was it was really important for 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 me and I think Tyler too to like uh, to add to like redo that 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 song that Bunny made that was so important to Winnipeg. And to 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 Manitoba hip hop and and this music scene and to add, like to make this thing and and like ask him to do it with us and him say yes. Right. Well, let's check this out. This is uh, I ain't a rapper. I'm a DJ featuring DJ Bunny, and this is the tw- 2011 version. It says, and it's produced by DJ Honeycut. It's Pipskid. Let's check it out. When I have uh, nothing to say But if you see me with all my sound system, man You know I come to play, yeah No fear. 
ain't a rapper, I'm a DJ. But when I get on the mic, I got something to say. <laughs> DJ Bunny! Um, what I want to know is, did he do new lyrics for 2011? Or that is that the original verse, or do you know? Well, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, he's talking about R. Kelly, unfortunately, but so he must have like oh, okay been, been scattered a bit. But I think it was like a, maybe a mix. To me, like listening to it now, like like he like he kills my shit. <laughs> you know, like, like he's just he's just he's just working to be. Um, I want to get to you know we've been on for a while. We've got a lot of a lot of stuff here. I wanted to go to jump forward to your recent release that you did with Rob Crooks, um, that you put out this year, 2020. And um, what made you start writing again? It's been a while, right? I spent I spent so many years working uh, in a, a hip hop based uh, free studio. And it burnt, burnt me the fuck out. And I spent so much time working with other people on making rap. And, and I, just, I just started to hate it. Yeah. Uh, I remember text, texting with you one time from the studio. And you're like, yo, got all these. N-. I think it, it was really exciting, actually, where you're like, yo, I, I found all these records that I really like. Like maybe you were burnt out on rap too. Yeah. And you sent me all these things and I was like, oh, I remember feeling really sad and just sending you a text back being like, all I do is listen to talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and podcasts. I'm just like, I don't listen to music anymore. And, and, um, and I, I got, yeah, I got really burnt out and I left that job and, and, um, and then when when all this COVID shit started, uh, like I'd been I'd been almost a year out of working because of EI and then Sperm and I just felt like there was something to write about again and and I became I became politicized again and 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 writing was fun fun again. I don't know. So you were working with so all the beats are done by Rob Crooks, so somebody you worked with quite a bit over the last while, um, starting I guess with with the Skid Row, um, and he does all the beats I believe, right? Yeah. Well, let's check it out. Let's listen to this song called "Rack and Ruin" um, from your latest release um, with with Rob Crooks. Let's check it out. I get corona, I get corona. This is rack and ruin. You can cough, you can hack, you can keep on doing what you're doing. You can cough, you can hack, you can keep on doing what you're doing. In the unemployment line, no rush, we got plenty of time. Each day feels more like nine. No one pulling that open sign. So much terrible news online. Healthcare workers and nurses dying. Stay home, you're not even trying In your shower, violently crying Sobbing and silently smiling Losing your mind, it's so tiring My 
Jackson and Cheddar If I cook it long enough, can I eat leather? Plants and tomatoes, seeds like they were treasures Zucchini and lettuce, potatoes and peppers Anything else that will grow in this weather Measures of free time, but this is not leisure No pleasure in this empty gesture You will see our homies get taken on stretchers As presidents watch and cackle like hackless How the fuck do you lose playing checkers? Sleep at the wheel, these idiots reckless Ride a horse with them all in its headless Dickless, sick and breathless Coughing all over your this breakfast is rack. That's Rack and Ruin. That is Pip Skid and Rob Crooks. And that is from It's Okay, which came out earlier this year, April 2020. Just in time for you to stay home. So um, you should check that out if you haven't already. It's at marathonadope.bandcamp.com. Uh, seven song EP. And it's a good one. So um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Pip? What do you think of that song? I like it. I like it. It's... Uh, you know, like you're doing the sing-songy thing, but it's effective and um, it's a good beat. And uh, of course, anytime Scratch Bastard is on something, he's definitely going to add a little something to it. So it's good to see that you're working with him again, too, along with Crooks. Yeah, he's, he's for sure the best part of that song. <laughs> you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, in listening to that song, I, it, I just hate that style I do. Really? Yeah, I'm just like, um, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm in a mood. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Making that record was really nice. When when lockdown happened, um, I was like, hey, Rob, let's make a song. Okay, let's make an EP. And then a few days later, we had, you know, had a bunch of stuff. And I mean, um... I just wanted to capture a moment, which which I think like um, was was maybe always my problem with music, where where I was always um, just overthinking things. Again, you know, COVID was happening, and I'm like, this is so bonkers, and and the news cycle is so so bizarre. Like, I wanna I wanna just capture like a month of this yeah. world. Yeah. And which Rob really hated. I mean, I mean, in in a sense, like like, I really had to push Rob for that. Where I'm like, I'm like, you know, Rob, like Rob is, Rob is a, a proper like musician in terms of like uh, as a producer and 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 someone who makes beats and and he doesn't want to rush it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, Rob. 
Rob really cares about what, you know, what's happening and, and like he wants to think and spend time with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, again, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier, but it's like, you know, when we started making records, we would make them in a weekend and you just don't look back. And now it's like, it sits on your hard drive for a couple of years. And by the time you're finished the record, you don't even like it anymore, you know, because because of the time we have and because there's no, you know, it's not like paying for studio time and there's any, or there's a label saying, hurry up and finish it. So it's really nice. I think it's refreshing for you to just say, you know, I really want to just, I want to, I have this time now and it like the world is crazy and I just want to take a snapshot of it. You know, I want to write for two weeks and I want to record and get it out in, in four weeks. You know, I think that's, something we should be doing more and it's funny how something like covid has made you know made you do that in in a finite amount of time and made me start talking to my friends again on this podcast and all that kind of stuff right like um you know kind of like it's a messed up situation but you know and and i know like i know a long time ago you already went back to this where you're like um you know, trying to find the the reason why why making records is fun. I know you did that a long time ago. Yeah. And 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 this and in that sense this was really nice for me too where 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 it's like we released it and, and we did poo I mean no, there's no machine. Like Yeah. And everyone and I I know Rob has a Rob Rob has a different focus in music than I do, whereas Mine is, is make it and like I make that's the first time I heard that song since I put it out. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then uh, you and I are working on something and, and uh, it's cool and I, I I listened to it tonight before we talked. The demos that we done and then I was like, Holy fuck like like I have this feeling where I'm like, Wow, I really love this and I listen to it again and I'm like, Wow, this sucks. You know, like I don't know, like, uh, but but who cares? Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> not to go too much further on in it, but I mean, certainly we've worked together a long time, and your perception of the music you make has definitely does not hold up. Like you just don't; it just doesn't. Uh, unlike some other people, you know, like, well, even to contrast, even with with speaking with Raleigh like he's rapping with his you know we're playing his songs and he's rapping along and he loves the work he's done and you're like yeah I don't like this I don't like I guess it's like you're always evolving or maybe you're just a glass half empty I'm not sure it's not uh I don't think it's great as far as just being proud of what you've done because I mean I think you've done a lot of good music over the years that a lot of people have liked and I you know having played with you live and seeing how people react to you and how people connect with your music. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. You've done a lot of really great things in music for a long time. And I think people, I know people respect it and love your music. So, um, you know, I think it's important to know that and pat yourself on the back, even though that's not the kind of guy you are. Great. (laughs) And on that note, and on that note, Uh, none of this could exist without uh, you uh, you being such a um, important part of that in like in so many ways and uh, you know that's that's not 
I, I see that and I see you and I, I thank you for, for all of that right thanks cool <laughs> well on that note um, I've had to go to the bathroom for about 90 minutes so I think we should wrap it up I think that was great um, it was a lot of fun to talk to you today and um, you already leaked the fact that we are working on new stuff so um you know, who knows when we'll finish it because there's no rush. There's no label bugging us to get them done, get it done for a September release or anything. But uh, we'll see what we can do. And hopefully we can get together in person and record it and have some fun. I promise that I won't uh, be lying there with needing a crane to pull my head up when you come out of, out of the booth from a take. I promise. Right. Okay. It'll be much better. Thanks again for joining me tonight. It was a lot of fun. And um, I want to... Th- thank uh, UGS Mag for hosting this podcast and thanks everybody for listening and for all your comments and and likes and all that stuff so um, once again thanks Pip for joining me tonight thank you Rod (laughs) okay thanks (laughs) alright good night everybody